I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna open open the the the, the, the crypt. You're gonna you're gonna do it. Yeah, I know. We translated and it says it's cursed. Yeah, yeah the, the word curse is right fate. there, all across the front of the sarcophagus, like a hundred times. Terrible fate befalls us all. Yeah, 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 yeah. A yeah. downfall of society and such. Exactly. Uh, oh. Yep. Just gonna pop it open. Ha! Ah. Oh no! Ah, oh, what terrible curse is going to befall us? Well, wouldn't you like to know? First of all, let's see. Mm, what do all humans crave? Yes. Food and shelter. Yes, I shall destroy all food and shelter. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh no. A house shall cost a hundred pounds. Wait. A hundred pounds. Wait, a hundred pounds. A hundred pounds for a house. <laughs> How, how long have you been in this sarcophagus? That's a fucking steal! Oh, that's fucking amazing! Thank you! D no, no, a, no, a loaf of bread shall cost ten pence! Fuck yeah, this is amazing! What? No! Oh, what What happened? I, I've been in here for about 500 years. <laughs> oh, you have missed some inflation. Thank you for that 99% discount on that house, by the way. No! Greetings, strangers, queer and pleasant. I'm not Laura Kate Magnetdale. And I'm not Jane Eris Magnetdale. And welcome to another episode of Queer and Pleasant Strangers. It's a podcast with two queer trans ladies, we just talk about what we've been up to in the week and, and that sort of thing. We catch up on the media we've consumed. How you doing? Om nom nom, tasty media. How am I doing? Um, better. Yay! And, uh, and it's, it's been a high pain week, so not a lot of gut done. Sarah, everyone. Oh, oh no. I have, I have been having the busy week and I have only just come home. I was like, today will be my recovery day. It'll be my recovery day from many travels. <laughs> and then... Oh no, busy things happened that couldn't wait. <laughs> oh no, we had to do a politics check I had to, Twitter. I had, to, I had to have politicals about the BBC again, Ooh. and this was not the recovery day I had hoped for. I was going to go for a nap this afternoon. You deserve a nap. You usually know, have right? a nap before Dice Funk. I know. Between this and Dice Usually Funk. by about now I'm having a nap before Dice Funk, and like, I'm all over the place today. I'm knuckles deep in editing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, well, what have you played this week? That's played? usually where we start. Honestly, not a lot. Um, I, mean, I have been playing more Vampire Survivors. I am trying to make the most OP character in the world. How is that going? Uh, quite well. My death current... I'm, I'm Basically, I'm only really trying to do it to death. Yeah. Because uh, the developer said something along the lines of that the future updates will not be balanced for... Regular the, these, these these eggs that yeah. you can get. So basically, uh, do you know about the eggs? Uh, I'm vaguely aware, but not super aware. I haven't had a lot of time for this yet. Okay, so there is a new character in the game who is a merchant. Yes. Uh, once you've unlocked them or, or like paid for them to appear everywhere yeah. else in the game, they will do so. And they will sell you uh, like starting weapons. So if you want yeah. um, the flowers, the cart, the cherry bombs, the bone... And yeah. I think there's one other. Um, and you can also get these golden eggs for 10,000. 
gold. Cool. So that's your that. That's not just from that level. That's your like permanent gold. Yes. So the stuff that you usually pay for upgrades. Yeah. With. And these golden eggs will do a small increase between one uh. and naught point one. I think is the lowest. Okay. So, like, you might get one added to your maximum health, not a lot overall, but that yeah. will tick up. And you might get 0.01 added to your t- cooldown. Ooh. It's not a lot, but if you add enough of them, yeah. it will start to add up. Like, I've now got so many banishes and skips with death that I can just have my pick of whatever I want. Yeah. Like, it's... I, I can make the same build every single time if I want and, yes. and have that work absolutely perfectly. And also, like, I will have potentially more shots because it'll have that um, duplicator yeah. upgrade upgraded. Um, I think I'm up to, like, six as default, including the one you buy in the shop. So, like, I do pretty decently with most, like, shot-based weapons. Yeah. It's good for things like the guns. Yes. Um, yeah, like, I can... I finished a run today with uh, 350,000 gold, uh, which was enough to get me 35 more eggs. <laughs> yeah, there is an amount of that game I still haven't played and need to make time for. <laughs> there is still a lot to do, but yeah. I figured that if I'm going to make one character completely unbalanced, it might as well not be one of the like the it, it normal mu- type characters. It might as well be the one that's already a bit overpowered. Yeah, and... The fact that all I am doing is getting more goals to get more things yeah. to make that one character more OP. Yeah. You're having your one little corner of breaking the game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just quickly speaking about games. Um, Have you spoken to Kiri Magic recently about this? I don't think so. Kiri did a 10-hour stream, 10-hour run of Vampire Survivors. A oh. single run. Okay. That just broke. Okay. Eventually the walls stop working. Yeah. You can just walk through them and find like the out of bounds oh, tiles and textures. That's fucking and stuff. wild. That's great. <laughs> uh, recommendation: Don't do it. But it was an interesting project. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually, like numbers stop mattering. Like a tick over on the clock of one second could take anywhere between three and a half and four seconds, maybe longer. Uh huh. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, that's that was I th- I think Kiri was trying to do the um the the old thing of killing death. Yeah. Where you stand in that little it, position and bounce the thing around. It brings me great joy to know that that's possible. <laughs> Just completely ruin the game. Yeah. <laughs> I like a game that is consistent enough with its rule set that you can break it to fucking hell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, that's really all I've played this week. What about you? I've not played a lot this this week as well. Um, it's probably going to be a fairly light episode this week, which I think is fine considering that we're starting recording it a few hours late. Uh, I played. I started playing a couple of the games in the Jackbox Party Pack Eight, which okay. I haven't previously tried playing. Okay. Uh, I played through three of the games. I've not played through the whole Party Pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one I played was called Job Job. Um, you are doing job interviews, uh, but you are having to make. Uh, com- uh, answers to interview questions that you're being asked out of fragments of sentences other people wrote. Right. So you'll get asked straight-faced, like, um, a, a, an initial question that's just a warm-up that'll be something like, um, 
uh, what's your greatest strength as an employee? And mm -hmm. you're encouraged to write a fairly lengthy answer, and the game will at random take a part of what you wrote and send it to someone else. And they will now have whatever words you happened to use in that fragment of sentence, and okay. a bit from someone else, and a bit from someone else, right. and it'll be a muddle of words that they will have to try and create a coherent answer to an interview question right. from. Okay. That will probably have completely broken grammar and syntax because yep. you are making do, Glorious. and you have to try and make a coherent answer to an interview question out of... Oh my god, I've been given what fucking Scrabble tiles here? Uh -huh. What am I doing with my extremely elongated yeah. nipples? Um, yeah, it's pretty fun. It it took a second to get used to, and I think a big part of it is, like, um, I would encourage up front, when you're doing the bit where you're just writing answers before they get chopped and swapped around, put some creative words in to give give the other person something to work with don't do a really bland nothing of a sentence like mm. give them give them something to work with so if someone gets this they'll have they'll have fun tools to play with yes. i think benefits it yeah. but uh it is a fun idea and it's one i i definitely play again okay. uh i played a little bit of drawful animate okay uh you know drawful sometimes you there'll be a prompt that'll be like you'll have a prompt on your device that's like draw this obscure thing that it's quite hard to draw then it'll show up on screen and everyone will come up with titles of what the thing is and then everyone's uh, gonna yeah, guess what gonna... Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so it's that but you're drawing two frame animations right okay um you've got a bit of extra time to work with but you are trying to create two frame animations but otherwise it's drawful that sounds amazing if you already enjoy drawful it's it's fun if chaotic um the overlay tools for seeing your first frame while you do your second are pretty alright. Mm. Uh, but much like original Drawful, there is no erasing, so you've just got to kind of go with it. Oops. Oops. Uh, and the last one was one called Pole Mine, which I think is it's very interesting, uh, The how you play it in a room with other people. So... Mm. Uh, there'll be the, the game will start with like it'll put you into teams, so uh, we played like two versus two when we did it. Mm -hmm. And you'll all be asked to silently by yourself uh on your device genuinely answer some some survey questions that might be like of these fictional films that don't exist which ones sound the scariest uh which would be the scariest horror film on this list and you sort of rank your choices and then there'll be a series of doors related to those options and you will be having to try and pick like in the first round it might be try and go through the top three rated doors and the gimmick is you're trying to communicate with your teammate to go, what should we pick to go through without giving too much information to the other team that's about to make a guess themselves mm. and trying to suss out like, teammate, what what do you think of my suggestion we click on this without telling them what you voted for um, and trying to like find ways to weasel out what you think the people in the room would have gone with okay. um there was a good example of one that was like um which of these would if, if you had to drink through these weird substances to get like a bunch of gold what would which ones would you drink and like in the group of friends i was in i know that there's one person who really likes mayonnaise and one of them was like a garlic mayonnaise smoothie and i was like i can pretty confidently know that they voted that high highly mm -hmm. uh even if i you know, gave it zero points at all, will that carry it up enough that it's worth going for? Mm -hmm. Like, trying to trying to vibe-check the room as best you can. Yeah. Uh, that was 
pretty fun as well. Nice. Yeah, they're all pretty varied. Um, so far, if this one has the thing that a couple of the chat box games do where there's a bit of a dud game that ain't great, I haven't come across it yet. Okay. Um, That's good. Yeah. I think there's two I haven't tried on there, but those three are pretty good. Mm. Um what about you? What have you played? Um, I've played with new Transformers. Yeah, yeah. Does that count? Yeah, you played with a big robot friend. I played with a very big robot friend. I'm very glad you got your big robot friend. Tell uh, us about your robot. So last October at MCM London Comic yeah. Con, which we will talk about more MCM later. Yeah. Um, one of the stalls was selling the Autobot Arc model <laughs> for the recommended retail price. Yes. And I ummed and ahed about it. I think, actually, I think it was like £10 cheaper than the recommended yeah. retail price. And I was like, mmm, 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 mm, I haven't seen it for sale anywhere. Yeah. Mm, maybe. Apparently Argos now sell it. Oh. I found out today. But I'm assuming for pricier than you ended up paying for it. For, for the price that it was in October, funnily enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we were back at MCM this weekend. Or, well, you were there all weekend and I was there yeah. just for the for the Saturday. Same yeah. stall, had it for 100 quid, and I was like, oh, why are you doing I this was, I was there being the devil and the angel <laughs> on your shoulders, both telling you to do it. I did. And then I did it. And, and then just as I was about to do it, they took it off the display and moved some other things around. I was like, oh my God, they've just sell, sold it. Okay. Okay, I just talked myself into it, but now I have to sort of get over that. And then I sort of put it on top of some boxes. It was like, okay, it's fine. Can I yeah. buy it, please? <laughs> and then you got it out the box and it is considerably bigger than you anticipated. Yeah, so the ship... I, I figured the ship would be about the size the ship was. Yeah. And and it is. Yeah. Um, and then I hadn't really considered just how big. Yeah, when it turned into a robot, quite how big it would be. <laughs> it's It's like, I think like 21 inches tall yeah it's a large friend yeah it it dwarfs like even the biggest um uh megazords that we've got in in the living room it's i don't know if it mm, yeah okay it dwarfs. <laughs> yeah it's 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 a giant um warcraft style shoulder pad taller than the train Megazord. Yeah, the Lightspeed Rescue Train Megazord, uh, it's considerably bigger. And that, I think that's the biggest one we've yeah, got. It's, it's definitely bigger than the big Gundams. Yeah, and then I was like, I'll put it on top of the bookshelf, and it's like, nope, it is, it's bashing the windy spinner <laughs> thing that's up there. Yeah. And I can't put that anywhere else because it's dead centre and it's not going to look great. <laughs> and I can't stand it on the other side and and move the um, the Millennium Falcon out of the way because that's where the daylight lamp is. So And it's I don't want it bleaching. Yeah, so it's like, okay, well, I guess there's only one place you can stand, friend, and it's over there. And I, he, I've currently got him holding my um, core <laughs> class sound wave. Oh, yes. And I kind of want to try and find uh, a core class Optimus Prime please. so I can have him have, have the arc. He's, he's doing the, the bashing the toys together yeah. thing. But we've... Or maybe making them kiss. I don't know. Yeah. But... Uh... <laughs> It's beautiful. I, it is a very beautiful, ominous force in the corner. <laughs> it, yeah, and it, the fact that it stands so tall. Yeah. Even, even when my desk is pulled up to full standing height, like it's still very visible. Yup. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a um, good friend. The other one is Shattered Glass Jetfire, Ooh. which is the... I, I was going to say I thought I checked chat about it here. I think I chatted about it with you with you in chat on your stream a couple of weeks I ago. I think so, yeah. We were talking about... I, I sort of... So the thing... Here's a little step behind the scenes. Whenever I edit uh, accessibility on a Monday night, 
I send the uh, the link to the thumbnail yeah. to be checked over by Laura. Well, usually while I'm midstream. And I go on to Twitch uh, just in time to usually listen to... Oh, I think I've had a thumbnail delivered. Check, check, check. Oh, that's lovely. <laughs> yep, that'll do. Ha, ha, ha. You're all going to love this. Blah, blah, blah. And occasionally I'll just say, hi, chat. How do? Yeah. <laughs> I did it good. And, um, yeah, we were talking about the fact that I had been having a, a look at some of the Shattered Glass Transformers. And Shattered Glass Jetfire is glorious and purple and green, which are, like, my yeah. favourite colour combination. Yeah. Um, Jetfire is a large friend. Um, <laughs> just just beaky, beefy and bulky and has more guns than anyone should ever yeah. have. Just, just so many guns. And, that sounds um, like the correct number of guns. And again... Uh, I really like it because although it has a, uh, Jetfire's normal face is like one with a mouth, yeah. there is a faceplate hidden in one of the other compartments, so you can just put an entirely different head or, or like face on it, so that it has the faceplate in the style of Starscream, uh, uh, style of um, Soundwave and Optimus mm. Prime that I really like. Yay! So it's like yes, it's even cooler now. Yay! <laughs> of of like. The most glorious piece of engineering on it. When the hand is open, hand is open, look, little thummy there, little hand yeah. there. When you bend the hand shut, it pushes forward a little, um, like a little thing, a little socket, yeah. so that you can put the gun in the <laughs> hole in the held hand. Oh. So it's like, that works brilliantly. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's, that's a very cool, and it has a little flippy on the front, so you can flip it from Autobot to Decepticon. Yay! Yeah. Well, uh, what about you? You played <sighs> some some tabletop. Yeah, there's only one other thing I really played this weekend while away with with my nerd friends. We played a tabletop uh, one shot, uh, one page RPG. Uh, it's called Himbo Treasure Hunt, mm -hmm. uh, and it's another one by Grant Howitt, uh, G S Howitt on Patreon, who makes a bunch of really neat little uh, one page uh, one shots. Uh, recently I played through Crash Pandas, which was him. I was going to bring Crash Pandas up because yeah. we forgot to mention it when we played it with the nerds here. Oh, do we want to mention it now and then we'll get to him? Well, since, since we brought it up, yeah. yeah. Um, so you ran a, a game of Crash Pandas. Yeah, so Crash Pandas is a game where you play as a trio of raccoons trying to, as a collective, pilot a car in an LA street race. Mm -hmm. Um... Every turn, you secretly decide what uh, what you're going to do, and then everyone reveals all at once, and then multiple things will happen in the car at once. And we played this four yeah. player? Uh, yep, <laughs> yep. Uh, you basically can set up like, ah, oh, here's... We, we used... What did we use for track we in the We used the, uh, the track from Steampunk Rally Fusion. Yes, that worked for it. So say there's a 90 degree bend coming up, you might be like, okay... We one of us probably wants to accelerate to keep building up speed, but some of us should probably be turning right. Oops! Everyone hit accelerate because everyone assumed everyone else would hit turn right. You bashed into a wall and took a bunch of damage. I thought it was quite funny because the other other players were like, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna be like an influencer raccoon, and I'm trying to like yeah. get followers and stuff." Um, I think wasn't one of like a spy or something. Oh no, fashionista. Yes, yes. Um, that also had some sort of spying going on. We yeah. kidnapped somebody else's mother at one point. Yeah, yeah. And there was a relationship going on there. Um, I can't remember what the other panda was, but I was just like, I'm just a fat food addicted panda. There's a cheeto under the seat. There was cheat. I only got in the car because there was a cheeto under the seat. <laughs> 
And no one quite worked it out until about the third bend, but the reason we didn't stop moving at any point is because I was pushing off the accelerator to get under the chair <laughs> to try and reach the Cheeto. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it... Crash Pandas is a really fun one for deliberate chaos, and it, it's a nice one in that, like, once you roll up what the various characters' motivations are going to be, you have other street races and it's really easy to go... How is how are some of the other races related to your story? You can you can bullshit that quite easily. Um, and we just had drama in our own car because someone tried yeah. to steal the Cheeto as soon as I rescued it and I bit them. <laughs> it it is a game that very much relies on you're going to be infighting and completely fucking each other over, and that's kind of the fun. <laughs> and we still won. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the other one I played uh, this past weekend was Himbo Treasure Hunt. Yes, that's uh, glorious. Yeah, for anyone who doesn't know the term himbo is like your... Uh, what's a good example of... Uh, your b- big muscles, lovable heart of gold, res- drinks his respect women juice, but not too smart in the brain department kind of kind of guy. Um, it He's is got a lot of muscle, but... Yeah, a lot of muscle, a lot, lot of heart, heart, very little in the brain department. I mean, the heart's a muscle. Yeah. Um, so the deal here is that you're playing as a bunch of big muscle types whose favourite gym is about to get closed down because, ah, they ran out of money and it's going to get sold and big evil mega corporations going to, going to buy the gym and turn it into apartments. And you have to work together to work out how to save the gym. Thankfully, you've heard rumours that in the distant, distant past of 1972, someone buried some treasure in the high street. And if you can find out where the treasure is... Maybe you can buy the gym and save it. Um, it is a fun game to play as a GM mm-hmm. in that, like, the way it works is you roll up... A, you've got a list of, like, uh, businesses around the city and kinds of clues to the treasure location that might be there. Um, and then you sort of let the party go wild and pick one to start with and off you go. Um... Your stats are beef, teeth, and feet uh, for sort of brawn, charmingness, or dexterity and running around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's a note on here for whoever's like being the game master. And the note is, the way you should handle this mystery is if your players at any point make a connection and go, oh, does that mean that? They're a bunch of himbos. Tell them that's correct. Yeah, they drew a connection? That's right. Go with it. Run with it, GM. Um, that it very much encourages there is no set answer to the mystery up front. Let your players feel smart and like they worked something out and you as the GM panic and go, okay, I'll make that work. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> Which is honestly kind of fun because you've, you've, your players are having fun just playing around with the, the, the big, the big dumb voice. Yeah. Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. While you're there like, okay, cool. Uh, Pagliacci's charity shop for sad clowns is relevant to this, I guess. Yep. Um, oh, I think I think the way I tied that in was like the previous person they'd gotten a clue from was like, go to Pagliacci's sad clown shop, and ask them what happened in 1972 to make all the clowns sad. And I was like, ah oh, shit, yeah. It's it, I I tied it in and was like, the sad clowns did something unspeakable, and that's why they now need a charity shop for the sad clowns. Okay. They they did oh they did some dark shit in the seventies. What okay. did they do? Oh okay. It was it was a fun little mystery. Yeah. Um, ah, oh, we we had. I'm trying to remember what the characters that our our group of players played as, but the one that sticks out to me is the um muscular soup reviewer TikToker, 
whose whole thing is uh, make videos about soup while being big muscles. Good soup. Good soup. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I I always I'm always a big fan of um, Grant Howitt's one page RPGs, and Himbo Treasure Hunt did not disappoint. Yeah. Uh, did you play anything else this week? Uh, I think that's pretty much everything. Well then, time for this. Oh hey, how hey. how you doing? Oh, you you holding yeah. up all right? Uh, well, you know, there's um, there's the there's the cost of living. I mean, there is that. It's, it's getting a bit tight. It's very stressful with yeah, that. And, yeah. Um, uh, the whole thing about not being able to, you know, go and see Granddad yeah. off last year because of all the lockdowns yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. The way the government is slowly eroding yeah. all of our rights and, you know, the, yeah. the fluctuating temperature. I mean, it was oh, boiling yeah. hot last week and, that, you know, I yeah. had to wear a blanket to bed last night. And, mm. and then, you know, there's the the toilet paper and the sunflower oil and the oh, war gosh. and the oh uh, the politics the lying the, the cheating politics, yeah. the billionaires the housing crisis the rent's gone up again uh, the, yeah. uh, we still don't have uh, light in our living room um, uh, I've got moderate to severe joint pain but you know holding up yeah, you know it's 2022, isn't it? You just mustn't grumble. I mean, I think maybe you must grumble, but I mean, under the circumstances, I've been, you know, I used to be on the dangerous end of depressed, and now I'm just like, oh, this again. Uh, 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 yeah, yeah. Cup of tea. Yeah. Any milk or tea? <laughs> we can't afford to heat the water. Gruel. Can I interest you in some gruel? <laughs> oh, you know what? It's 2022. Why not? Right, right, right. Uh, I got the I got the supplies. I got the supplies from the shop. There wasn't much left, but I I I got what I could. Uh, oh, we yeah. we could probably survive off this for for I don't know a few days, maybe a few weeks. Okay, get the nails. And yeah, start boarding nails. up the door. Okay, okay, I'm boarding up the door. Uh, I should probably board up the windows too. I'm guessing. Yeah, uh, I'll um, get on the windows. You get the door. Okay, okay. Oh god. Um oh I don't know how we're gonna survive this. Um, I, don't know. I don't know. Oh god, oh god, they're coming. I can I can oh. hear them. I can uh, hear them yeah, rumbling can... in the distance. Yep. They're, oh, god, oh there's no. The, there's the anthem they keep playing. They're they're filling the streets. I can't bear it. I Oh the, the shut they've shut the road. There's no way even cars there's, are gonna get through there's now. There's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to hide. There's Battenberg everywhere. The Jubilee is coming. Oh no. Battenberg down the hatches. <laughs> <laughs> so, <gasps> what have you put in your eyes? Uh, I watched a couple of things. I watched yeah. a thing today. Thing I went. Today. I went. I went to the cinema and I went and saw uh, the Bob's Burgers movie. Ah, as I've recently been enjoying watching Bob's Burgers. Yeah. Um, a Bob's Burgers movie. It is. It was an enjoyable time that I think did a better job than most would have done in terms of taking a 20-minute tw episode uh, TV sitcom and making an hour's worth of... Uh, an hour and a half's worth of plot out of it. Mm -hmm. uh, that is not an easy task, and I think they did they did a good job with it. Um, in particular, um, they... I think the big thing this film tried to do was provide a satisfying... Uh, answer to a question that a lot of fans have asked for a lot of watching the series, which mm -hmm. is one of the characters, uh, Louise, 
always wears a pink hat with big bunny ears. Okay. And everyone's always been like, sorry, the world's falling out apart outside the window, you're telling, apparently. You're telling the story about the bunny ears yeah. and no one should know. No, well, I'm not, not, not going to say what it is, but yeah, for years people have been like, hey, what's the deal with that? And they were like, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about it in the movie. And I think they did a very good job of making something emotionally resonant out of that that feels very sweet that I'm now like, yeah, that's completely unnecessary in the sort of way where if you don't see the movie, it's not going to impact the show in any way, shape or form. But it's really nice flavour for the characters and I'm very happy about it. Okay. It's real nice. Mm. It's real, real good. Mm-hmm. Um, also, more of a, not a full musical, more of a musical than I anticipated. Um, it's a show that like often will have, mu- it'll sometimes have musical numbers in episodes on rare occasions and they tend to be really fun. Uh, often they'll have them as like the, like when the outro credits are happening, they'll have a song that's in some way tied to the episode happening. Okay. Uh, this put some of them throughout the movie and that was a really nice touch. It was nice to have a bit of that sort of peppered throughout. I hear um, they did a good job of, of making a longer narrative and not making yeah. it feel like stretched or... Yeah, like th- there's a certain degree of, um, there is a, ooh, they're a big stakes plot, which is not usually the kind of thing that Bob's Burgers is about. Stakes, this is all about burgers! <laughs> but like, I think they did a good job of having, if we're going to have a thing that's big stakes, it's going to be facilitating a number of smaller stories about emotional stuff that do- like even if the big event happening doesn't feel very Bob's Burgers it facilitated a lot of Bob's Burgers storytelling going on a- around it hmm. um yeah I I was impressed it's tough to make a movie out of a 20 minute episode animated sitcom and I think they did a pretty good job of it I had a good time. Nice. Also, I was the only person in the cinema, so that was oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, literally. I went for like a midday screening on a Tuesday. There was no one else in there. It was great. Good, nice. Chill. What about you? What have you watched? Um. Well, well, we'll we'll talk about the thing that just I watched before we get on to the, the other thing. Um, okay. I watched... Um, I, I, so a while ago, I got hold of uh, all of um, third Doctor, Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. All the John yeah. You'll know how long it's taken me to get through this series because I talked about it last time I watched it on here and I think that was probably about six months ago. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, yeah, so watched some more of that. Uh, watched an interesting one about um, a group of people are trying to drill down through the crust of the earth because they believe there is some sort of gas that they can use for, like, unlimited power. <laughs> but also, like, s- some people are touching this green goo and they're turning into sort of weird blue-faced monsters. Oh, but yeah. the practical makeup effects really looks like someone just went down to the, the Halloween shop, got a bunch of wolfman masks, <laughs> and, and they're kind of just wearing those. Um... <laughs> And then there's like a whole thing about a parallel dimension where the brigadier has an eye patch and no moustache. Ooh. Um, and um, uh, Liz is like a military um, military scientist or something. Okay. And um, yeah, it's it's a very weird 
it's that's like nine episodes long. It's it's a really long story. Okay, so um, it's like a big multi thing arc. Oh, it goes on for fucking ages. <laughs> um, but and I think one of the longest ones I've I've seen so far. Yeah. Um, but it told quite an interesting story, and um, and also we've got into I've got into that sort of series now where the master has been introduced. Yeah. Um, I think this is the first appearance of the master. Yeah. And and the the that first master. Um. Whose actor has the most amazing name? Give me a second, I need to look this up. So the original actor's full name <laughs> right. is Roger Caesar Marius Bernard de Degalio Torres Castillo Roberto. How fucking cool is that? Here I thought my pre-transition name was too fucking long and convoluted. How many names? Uh, five. Wow. Okay, I have five yeah. now. I used to have six. So I had a first name, middle name, and then like I had three separate surnames from parents from the, the various bits of divorce. Yeah. Like I had stepdad's surname, mum's surname, bio dad's surname, all in there. Wowza. Yeah. That's. It was quite the fucking mess of a name. I mean, where 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 did you end up on the register for that? Um, um, confusingly <laughs> is the answer at various points during depends, my school life. It depends who you were asking at the time. Yeah, I imagine that because, like, one of one of my favorite things is sometimes, um, sometimes even now, people will like like cut out the middle names, and it's yeah. usually a f- quite official documents. But I'll be listed as it makes you laugh as well. Uh, they won't even put the E in there. It's just Jane AF Magnet Dale. <laughs> yes, you will sometimes, Jane as fuck. You will sometimes be Jane as fuck. <laughs> I am Jane as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been watching that's, that's, that's a spectacular name, by yeah. the way. That that's is, great. isn't it amazing? It's, it's reminding me of, um, at, on, on game stuff, I've recently been replaying, um, Disco Elysium on stream and, uh, my character refuses to acknowledge his actual name. He is Raphael Ambrosius Cousteau. Wow. And I'm like, that's a fucking name, that's right? That's a badass name. Yeah. Like, I know his actual name, but I'm like, nah, that name fucking sucks. He's Raphael Ambrosius. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. If, if that, that is the name he chooses yeah. to use. Raphael Ambrosius Cousteau. It's great. It is a great name, but if it doesn't work for you. No, no, no. It does work for him. It's like, okay. he's, he's, at least in the playthrough I'm going through now, like he's he's ignoring his actual legal name and going, no, I want to be Raphael Ambrosius. Oh, Custom. damn right. Yeah. I'm like, yes, hell yes. Do it. You don't <laughs> have to be trans to change your name. You can just do it. Exactly. Do it. I mean, you can in the UK. Yeah. I imagine, I know there are other places where it's way harder, but yeah. Uh, I've been watching some Doctor Who. Tell us about Clownado. Yeah. So I watched a fucking horror <laughs> film called Clownado. Um, so... This was on the quest with my nerd friends for looking for, like, bad, cheesy films to watch. This is our follow-on to Attack of the Killer Donuts. Yes. I, I literally found this by searching films similar to Attack of the Killer Donuts. Yes. Um, I can see why the comparison was made, but they're not one-to-one there. There are some caveats I'll make before recommending this. Right. Um, It is 90 minutes, and it, it's quite a long 90 minutes, right? Right. Um, it is also much more of a blood and gore horror okay. film. Bit of a slasher. Um, it 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 really seems like someone discovered gross out viscera um, on screen effects, like the practical effects, and went. I, this is like ninety percent of why I want to make this film okay. is to really fucking get my hands in some fake guts. <laughs> Um, so the plot, which is fucking nonsense, don't go into this for the plot, right. uh, is basically there is a woman in the circus who wants to leave her abusive partner, 
um, abusive partner who's fucking terrifying, like, like, dangerous kind of fucking man who, like, the opening scene of the film is, oh, you tried to run away from the circus? Well, we'll tie you up against a wall and, like, throw knives at you while in balloon makeup, in clown makeup, ha ha ha. And she's like, I need to get the fuck away from this this dangerous situation. So she she's got a friend in the circus who has legitimate magical powers, apparently. Right. And she's like, hey, I need to get revenge on these fuckers in the circus. Can you do some dark, fucked up evil magic to get rid of these these evil, terrible men? Like okay. they've So they go and do go and do magical thing. And something goes wrong, and I can't explain to you what the fuck happens here, but the magical spell fails, and the clowns become tornado get tornado magic. Right. So now they are they want revenge, and they have the magic of being able to turn into a tornado at any time they want right. on their side. And they're oh we got we gotta come for you for trying to run away. Um insert beginning of horror movie setup right. is you have a big ensemble cast trying to survive an onslaught from magical tornado clowns. Okay. Um, it's a it's a fucking wild setup, and like, the thing is, the reason why it feels like kind of a long film is that there's a lot of scenes that I could describe exactly the same way. People try and run away. They encounter the tornado. Some people get killed off. On it continues. And, like, there is some amusing dialogue and some funny interactions along the way. A lot of the film feels like, eh, you could have you could have made, like, a 40-minute short film out of this, mm. and it probably would have felt a lot better. Right. Um, and, like, again, don't go into this unless you are okay with, like, some lingering in some blood and viscera. If, if you are okay with that, it is kind of hilarious levels of blood and viscera. Right. It is... Like it, a guac concert. Yes, it is laughable amounts of like, oh, we're just we're just going to pretend that we cut open a torso and we're just playing around in it for a bit. Right. Okay. Levels of stuff. Okay. Um, it is a satisfyingly like spooky, but hard to take serious horror film uh -huh. in some regards. Um, there are some moments where like th this film makes no fucking sense if you try and actually follow it for plot beats, but it is an amusing if confusing. And at times, mildly terrifying thing to watch. Oh. Um, wouldn't recommend it for everyone. Certainly wouldn't put it in a camp with like, ah, oh, yes, if you liked uh, Attack of the Killer Donuts, you'll like this. Um, but it was a thing I saw. <laughs> Magical tornado clowns. How do you fight? A t how do you fight clowns when they are a tornado? How do you fight clowns when they're a tornado? I mean, I don't feel bad spoiling this film. Um, you find someone who's a pilot and you steal some ni liquid nitrogen and you try and drop the liquid nitrogen in the tornado because they it needs the right balance of hot and cold to be a tornado. R right. Yep. So they try and drop liquid nitrogen into the center of the tornado. Okay. Yeah. I will say my favorite character in this film, I think, is um he is he is lovable himbo man. He you you look at him on first appearance and he seems like the kind of character who's going to be like a really gross like um country a uh, bit of a misogynist. Mm -hmm. And no, he's he is just himbo on a mission to genuinely save and protect women everywhere he goes. He drank his he drank his respect women juice. Yeah. And every time he's in a scene I'm like, "Oh, hell yeah, you're Oh, you're great. Oh, look after those women. You're good. Nice. What about you? You watched anything else? Uh, 
yeah, we watched the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. Yes, we did. Yeah. What do you think? I'm enjoying it so far. Yeah, yeah, I same. Get, you can really tell that that divorce was expensive, huh? I mean, <laughs> I want to believe that, like, he was shown the script and was like, okay, here's a chance for me to be the protagonist and de- tell a better story and maybe hate Star Wars less. I, I mean, I hope I he hates believe. Star Wars less. It's just that I will always remember that quote of him being like, someone asked me to sign something or other over it. I was like, I fucking hate Star Wars fans. And then, like, a month after his divorce, he's like, yeah, signing up to be in the Obi-Wan show. Yeah. Yeah. I I hope it's... I mean, I like, the the effects are really good. I think it's... I think whatever they were doing with The Mandalorian, the the effects of of that um, LED stage... Hmm. I I, I think it really works, and you can build really interesting locations and have... A lot of things, and, and yeah. like I don't know how many practical sets they built for this show. I imagine a few had to be built. The fact that I can't tell which ones aren't practical is usually a good sign. Yeah, I mean, I think that they've done a really good job. Um, yeah. Is it a spoiler to talk about that one character that I really like? <laughs> Maybe. There is a character in it who is amazing. <laughs> yes. I... I... I I think you could maybe very lightly touch on that. Skip forward like thirty seconds if you don't want to know anything. Young Leia is amazing. That that, yeah. that that actor is just incredible. Much more interesting than getting young Luke stuff. <laughs> I'm very such a good child actor. Spoiler over. Yes. Spoilers <laughs> over. Um. Yeah. I. I've been really liking the characterization of of Obi Wan so far in that. You've got quite a leap to make to get him from where he was at the end of episode three to where he is at the start of episode four as a character in terms of his, like, seeming apathy towards involvement in the war and, like, the the leap of, I blame myself for what happened, Mm. but also do not feel like I have it in me to risk trying to make things better. And I think this is capturing that in quite a believable way. Yeah, I mean, he he really gives the impression of being kind of broken by it all, and yeah. it... his reaction to certain other characters in that it... show, like, it's like, yeah, you're at a point where the bad guys won, and you yeah. can either live quietly and try and protect one person... Or you can potentially just I, you can just die I mean, basically. If you look at the cyclical nature of all the stuff in Star Wars, like it reminds me a lot of what they do with Luke in Episode Seven, the uh, or the sequel trilogy in general. I think that sort of I fucked up and may have been responsible either for creating or for not preventing the creation of some evil that is going to cause lives to be lost. And I am reacting badly to my role in that. Mm. It is a similar story, but certainly one that focuses more on that person. Like, we didn't see that in real time with Luke so much. But, like, it feels like we're exploring a similar thing here. But also, like, the last order he was given was look after Luke. Yeah. And he's he's like, well, that's all I have now. I look after the kids. And, like, there's something I like about the person that was looking after Luke... And then Luke ends up being the same as the person who was looking after him in some regards. Like, there is something 
almost poetic yeah. to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 real interesting so far. I'm interested to see where it goes. Fuck Disney. Fuck Disney Plus. Fuck don't, Disney do in not, all regards. Do not give them your money. Don't give them your money. Don't give them your money. <laughs> but, but we are going to keep talking about their yeah, shows. Yeah, we're going to keep we're going to keep watching and talk about their shows. But just you know, don't give them your money. Don't give them your money. No, we wouldn't. We wouldn't <laughs> recommend it. Nope. Uh, well, I suppose there is one last thing. We both went to MCM. We've we've touched on briefly. We went to MCM Comic Con London. Yeah. Yeah, we did. <sighs> I miss October. October was great. Yeah, so back in October, they um, limited the number of tickets they sold. They and enforced uh, vaccines yeah. and masks. They limited the number of uh, tables they had in the hall, so everything was a bit more spread out. And it was very pleasant. And now they've left. They've 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 undone that and it's busy again. Not only that, but I I know they were talking for a while that Saturday was completely sold out. Yeah, and it fucking felt it like I. It was difficult. Like usually, we can find a spot on the grass to sit without anyone within, I, say, twelve feet. I I will know. It's interesting. Inside didn't feel as busy as some past Saturdays, but outside felt busier. It felt like the full number of people came, but a bigger than usual portion hung out outside. I don't know. Inside felt I... really crowded to me. Like it was very difficult to move around without bumping into or brushing. Maybe, into maybe it's people. just because I didn't spend a lot of time inside. But like I don't remember. I remember some years where it's like, oh, the ocean of people is taking you, and you you have no say in the matter. Oh, I had that a couple of times. Okay, um, maybe I just wasn't inside as much. Yeah, or or I think also you'd gone in really early, and yeah. and then gone gone out and sat on the grass. Yeah, whereas I'd sort of got. Because because of like trains from my end being really bad, also the Elizabeth line is really good. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I could talk about the Elizabeth line. In a talk minute. about the Elizabeth line. Um, got there on the Elizabeth line. Um, like getting into the show was fine. Like even that walk around the back wasn't. Yeah. As long yeah. as it felt like it had been in October, but um, yeah, just like getting in, and then I had like a, a meander around all of the stalls that took me about an hour. And I started sort of wandering back to some of the places I'd seen before. Might have upset one of the vendors accidentally. Yeah. Yeah, I told you about this with the with the bat. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> <laughs> I misread something. I misread a price and and probably offended a person behind a stall. Yep. Apologies. Yep. That was a very expensive bat. It was a very expensive bat. <laughs> I think somebody would have loved that bat. Yeah. <laughs> not, a, not at that sorry. fucking price, though. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would have struggled to pay for anything else for the rest of the month if I bought that bat. <laughs> um, and it was only small. Um, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's too many people. Yeah. Uh, it did feel like there was a greater diversity of food. Yes. Um, but I guess that is just virtue of, of having more things crammed in there. Yeah. I I think I benefited from doing the thing that I've done uh, for a while now, which is Friday, be inside. Sunday, be inside. Saturday, do a lot of just being outside mm. with friends. Yeah. And, and I think if I'd have been in less pain, I probably would have spent more time sitting yeah. outside. But I was... I was in the kind of pain that's best if I just stand up and keep moving. Yes. Um, so, like, by the time we sat down, I was like, I've maybe got an hour left in me, and then I'm just going to have to try Aww. and get, make my way home with a giant transformer. Yay! Um, yeah, it was... It was a lot. Um, yeah. 
But it was it's so nice to see everyone's cosplays yeah. as as always. Um some music. Uh, yeah. the stuff outside and the people who wander around with mini speaker systems <laughs> yes. and just blast out anime themed tunes. <laughs> um some beautiful art, some lovely stuff in Artist Alley. Um I think you picked up some pins and I picked things. up some nice new enamel pins. Uh I nearly picked up a comic book, but by the time I went uh went like I did because what I try and do is do a, do a loop, yeah. have a look around, and go, yep, I will, I will I'll go back, go to, back the to that. And I went back to that, and they didn't have any more issue once. Oh, no. no. Um, I try and do the same. I'm sorry it worked out poorly. Uh, it's it's the problem of of having worked Friday. Yeah. I had to go Saturday. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it's 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 fair. But, um. yeah, it's 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 nice to, to see all that stuff. Uh, I would prefer slightly less crowds, but I think... Partly this was the first one back and a lot of people were like, must do the thing. Yeah, yeah. There were a lot of overexcited, um, particularly a lot of overexcited teens who like got into anime in the last three years and have never had a chance to go to Comic-Con. Yeah. There's a lot of that energy going around. It was weird because there's a... Um, Comic-Con's always got this real mix of very, very queer and lively and, and just fun and nice people. And then these weird fucking... Like boys, mostly. I'll be honest. There's, there's a lot of just like macho men that are just like, I've seen an episode of Dragon Ball once. What's this all going on? The guy who was screaming, "Where's the Elden Ring?" Because <laughs> I'm guessing there wasn't enough Elden Ring cosplay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, go to EGX if you want yeah, video game related you're, you're, cosplay. You're in a comic convention, friend. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was as nice as it could be in that something that crowded and. Um, hopefully none of us caught the plague. I'm feeling alright currently. Yay! Uh, what, what, what else? Is that everything? Uh, Elizabeth Line. There's Elizabeth That's Line. That's the last one. I've, uh, I'll, I'll be real quick. The Elizabeth Line, it's nice and spacious. The seats are very comfy. It's all very swish and posh. It's very fast. Um, it's very fast. It makes very few stops and it goes very fast between them, which is very appreciated. Ooh. Though if you're standing up, you do have to sort of brace. Do for, hold on. Cause... Do hold on. You, you're gonna fucking zoom. There's air conditioning. It's real nice. I'm a big fan of this train. Yeah, I can understand why, and also because it runs sort of across central, like east yeah. to west, for the most part, and then and then down a little bit. You, I can understand why a lot of people are going. This has replaced the central line because central line is usually so baking. The, the central line is. Do you want to make a granular journey, uh, sort of east to west across London? Yeah. Whereas the Elizabeth line is, do you want to get from the west-ish to the east-ish in about seven stations? Yeah. And, like then total. and then you may maybe maybe want to go all the way into Essex because yeah. it runs into uh, it, like Brentwood. Yeah. I think it 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 doesn't make a lot of stops, but it fucking goes faster between them in it a does. nicely air conditioned, mm -hmm. spread out, very mm -hmm. pleasant train. I like Enough, this train a yeah, lot. Yeah, then I I would rather be on the Elizabeth Line making like like a two stop and then changing onto something else. Yes, than like do. Seven stops on the fucking central line. Yeah, that like line is painful. Usually, to go to and from Comic Con, I end up having to go on the Jubilee line. Uh, particularly when coming home, I often do so during like rush hour, mm -hmm. and I'm like, being able to not do the uh, the the Jubilee line and just go take the Elizabeth line was like, oh, this is fucking heaven. Mm -hmm. It's oh, good. It's a good new train. I the, I train. approve of this train. Yeah, uh, uh, I hope it stays as nice and clean as it is Yay! for a good long while. Uh, is that everything? I think that's everything. Well, then. <gasps> it's time for this. Hi!
we've got a new sponsor. Who's our new sponsor? Well, have you looked out the window recently? I I have, yeah. Have you experienced temperature? Uh, I mean, you know, when I was in Milton Keynes the other week, like it, it, it was so warm, so sunny. It was definitely what I would have described as summer weather. You had I, to a crisp. Had I not known the context around those dates. At the time, oh, height of some of this. Height of some of that. So you've experienced that, you'd say? Yeah. Well, yeah. this week's sponsor is isitsummernow.lol.net. Oh, this is a sponsor I could have used like a week ago. <laughs> the weather's really nice. Is it going to be like this for a few months now? Or are we just two days from the rain returning? We'll let you know whether or not... Uh, <laughs> whether, whether or not... It's actually summer or whether it isn't. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I really could have used this recently. Um... I thought summer was here, and then it was just fucking torrential downpour outside. It's so but, unpredictable. I got I, I panicked and, and bought a new fan. Yeah. Because it was really, really hot a few nights, yeah. and I struggled to sleep, and the old fan just fucking died. Yeah, so you bought a big new fan. And big new fan. The universe went, ha, it's not summer. Fuck oh, off. No. <sighs> this climate, gone change. Fuck yeah. out. It's nearly June. What do you think that is? Summer? Technically still spring, I guess. Um, so that's is it summonout.lol.net. Log on there and um, give them none of your personal details and find out. Is it summer? Now? Is it summer? Where I am. Is it summer? I've clicked on it now. It's not summer. It's not summer. I wish it were. It's 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 be really nice looking all day until Jane wants to go for a walk and then it's going to piss down with rain <laughs> consistently for the last four days. That is exactly what it is and not summer. <laughs> Inside the boardroom of Supremacy Software. Hi. Hi. So, uh... I've been looking through all those licenses we own. Oh, yeah, I love those. Yes, and uh, I was like, you know, what haven't we uh, really milked in a while? And, uh... I came across that uh, that Japanese company that makes the uh, the animated uh, films with the nice sweet messages. Right, right, yeah, the, yeah, uh, yeah, the, yeah. The the that that one they got the my 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 neighbor what's his face. And, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, the the big hamster thing. Yeah, exactly. So I've been thinking we haven't used that license in a while. We used to make uh, we made those linear uh, narrative games out of it, and yeah, 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 you know those were fine, but they required. Well, I mean linear though. That's uh... they required a lot of work and. Only you paid for the game and then you had it. Yeah, I'm so not like, really a fan of that anymore. I can see why it died, you know. Exactly. So I'm thinking, what if we bring that uh, franchise back? But we, uh, right? You know, I'm I'm sure people will get on board with this. What if we used it to make and hear me out? Right. A cryptocurrency filled NFT MMO with play to win elements. Sounds perfect. You right? are a fucking genius. Exactly. I think that that will mesh so well with the. Uh, the the themes of the narrative. <laughs> yeah, I mean the the sweet guy with the cats that does all the drawings and thinks all these things up. Everyone yeah. loves that guy, right? But like that I think that is exactly his message. What if we destroyed all of nature with our planet burning NFTs that we love so much that make us loads of money? Yeah, exactly. What if capitalism was the end goal of everything we do? You are you are also a fucking genius. Because as far as I hear, those those NFT things, they can only go up and up and up. I mean, that's what I've been hearing. I haven't looked at my portfolio recently, but I'm sure I still have money. Monkey. You still have monkey. monkey. Sorry, I'm sure I still have monkey. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, we are just a couple of fucking, fucking geniuses. geniuses. I know. 
So, <gasps> what have you put in your ears? I mean, other than just a lot more My Chemical Romance, again and again and again and again, because it's still stuck in my soul. Uh-huh. God knows how many times I've listened to The Foundations of Decay at this point. Uh, the only other thing I did is I listened to the playlist that I often end up listening to at Comic-Con with the nerds. Um, just a sorted nerd playlist that has been put together over many years collectively by a group of people. Mm-hmm. Um, every time I listen to this playlist, I realise I actually kind of quite enjoy some of the songs from the High School Musical movies. Okay. There are some genuinely kind of catchy tracks with zero understanding of the context. Um... I Don't Dance from High School Musical 2. Pretty fucking good track. It's pretty enjoyable. Uh, Bumbaya by uh, Blackpink. Uh, uh, some of the tracks from Yuri on Ice, uh, Like You Only Live Once. Uh, Girls Like Girls by Hayley Kiyoko. Um, theme of King JJ, again from uh, Yuri on Ice. Uh, a lot of just songs that are there for the meme, like Photograph by Nickelback is in that playlist usually gets skipped after the look at this photograph. It's like, oh, we got that far. Yep. <laughs> Time to skip. We got the meme out of it. Um, uh, Bye 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 by NSYNC. Um, some of the tracks off the Persona 5 soundtrack, because that's, that's, just, that's just good. A lot of 90s singable, like, you know, 5, 6, 7, 8 by Steps, things like that. Um, the Crazy Frog, Axel F, um... Which I made a discovery recently. I learned a thing this weekend. Yes. Um, so you know how the crazy frog just has his dick out? Yes. Yeah? In the US, he didn't. He didn't have his I dick mean, out there, in the there US. There were lots of times where the dick was removed. Yeah. So there has been a lot of fighting back and forth, and there is a new crazy frog single coming out, and the, the frog's going to have his dick in the US. Yay! Hooray! He's, got his, he's got, he got his dick back, I guess. Um, Darude Sandstorm, of course. It's a good track. Um, All Star Smash Mouth. It's a good track. Um, yeah, right. We let party. Brackets the Venga Bus. Uh, Where were we recently? Where that dropped? Oh, (laughs) would it have been? No. Oh, it was. It was. It was MCR. It was, oh the, DJ God, before it was MCR. the DJ before MCR. You're right. The crowd yeah, went nuts, and it was brilliant. It did. It <laughs> did. Um. So yeah, I, I won't go too much further in, but like, that, that was the kind of thing I was listening to this week. What about you? Well, I had some travel music on. I listened to uh, DJ Freer, who is um, Slambury's DJ. Oh yes. Um. Uh. His remix of the uh, Emil theme. Uh, oh. Amelie. Amelie. Emily, Emily, I am Emily. I am Uh I've never seen that movie. Um, uh, Amazing Horse by We Will Start. <laughs> uh, Alien Ant Farm's version of Smooth Criminal. I don't know why that's on my phone. <laughs> well, uh, well. Hazy Way, uh, Evil Nine Remix by Alex Dolby. Uh, Afrojack and Shame Anology, Can't Stop Me Now, The Matrix and Future Bound Remix. Uh, yeah, lots of good stuff there. And uh, I don't remember, no, if you remember, I was talking about um, Jer's album coming out. Oh, yes. Uh, it's out. Oh, I thought it was out. Apparently the singles were out. Um, <laughs> uh, that is available everywhere music is available, I believe. I think it's still available on vinyl. Uh, it's called Bothered Unbothered. And um, I think I got it on Bandcamp because... 
It's only slightly less bad than Amazon, and I don't have a Spotify, so yeah. and I don't have Apple iTunes either. Um, yeah, um, yeah. There are some really, it's really good. Um, Scar, mm-hmm. very upbeat, very lively. Um, some more political stuff. Nice. Some stuff about just being fucking done with certain types of people. Yep. And um, just just some some good good stuff and um, yeah, go listen to it. I need to find a, a lyric sheet for it to to better explain some of it. But yeah, I am really I've listened to it about twenty times now. Yay! Uh, and it's good. Uh, yeah, it's pay what you want. Uh, from ten dollars, so nice. You can get it, or I imagine it's probably available on Spotify, where you can. Help towards a penny by streaming it many times. Yeah. Um. Uh, what about you? Ah, uh, that's about everything I've listened to this week. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I've listened to is uh, I'm about five episodes into Dice Funk season nine. Oh yeah. Yeah. That that's going some places You're on already. Current season. I am on current season at last. Uh. Yeah. Um. Sam seems to be fitting into the group dynamic quite well at this point. Yeah. Um. Uh, it's, um, <laughs> I was wondering if Sophie is just going to use use the same voice forever, because <laughs> uh, we we got a lot of that sort of cat voice uh, early on from Dio, but deciding to do all the voices is, yep. is a decision, I guess. It is, it is, it is quite a choice. Uh, yeah, and, and Mari seems to be having fun with, um, uh, d- Femdom Bimbo, I Femdom guess. Femdom Bimbo, yeah. I guess that's how I describe... I mean, that's pretty good way of describing her. <laughs> uh, Mari is is just just a treat on like that. A wonderful ball of chaos. <laughs> yes! Yay. Like, I so enjoyed Slime in the last season, not just because yeah. I enjoy Slime Molds and, and Fungus generally, but um, just... Mari has the most amazing chaos energy. Yep. Um, and it, and it's just fun to listen to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So so yeah, Dice Funk season nine. It's going well so far. You you've only destroyed some of the new world and done something to something in a uh, a coffin. Tee hee hee. More more to come, I guess. <laughs> um, and then interesting also to have a series starting from level one. Uh, that was not the plan for the series, but that's how it happened but i mean it's it's yeah. just something that's a bit different because yeah. we've not done it in a little while on dice you funk. haven't done it a while in dice funk and also like most of the tabletop games i've played recently have been we start at level three we start at level five yeah where we we want we want to get like some power we don't want to just be yeah go and kill the rats in the basement for, for for a couple of sessions i think starting at level one gave me some room to do some roleplay choices yeah yeah, that's been that's been really nice with that, and yeah. just just it's just nice to get that sort of vibe occasionally. Yeah, um, that that's just, we're just starting out, peoples, yeah. rather than we've we've been at this a while. Yeah, um, and, and and justifying all of that. So yeah, that's been fun, and and I look forward to hearing more. Yeah, that's all I've listened to. Well then, time for this. Well, I think we gotta be way more careful about uh, what we're uh, letting uh, the, the the children uh, see these days. Yeah, there's there's yeah. a lot on on that there internet. There's there's yeah. a lot uh, on on 
TV. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they, they're, they're, just, they're just gonna get influenced by that. Yeah. They're gonna get influenced by, I mean, back in my day, influence, yeah, it happened to me. Yeah. I, I read a book once and briefly considered uh, voting for the other party. Oh, no. My, my oh, daddy. No. Oh, my daddy had to give me such a talking to. Oh, no. You you suffer much from the way of influence as a child. Oh, I watched the television and uh, oh. I got all these ideas about equality. Oh, it really oh. got in my head for a minute yeah. there. Oh, yeah, I, when I was uh, young, I remember I started uh, listening to the radio, and uh, before I knew it, I was, I was broadcasting shortwave messages uh, relayed to, to other people. Uh, I was influenced to become, in fact, a, a, a radio by, oh. by virtue of that, oh. you see. I mean, I saw some cattle once and I uh, oh, just cattle. went right into the field and started chewing grass. I was influenced. I know, mean, you see that you see the cattle just eating the grass. Yeah, and yeah. How, how do you uh, how do you stop yourself? Yeah, exactly. You know, this, yeah, uh, doing just, it, you know. Exactly, and then you know people doing that in my day. So I imagine that the children these days are doing all sorts of things. I I'll, I'll never forget uh, looking out uh, on 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 my grandpappy's field. And there was uh, the fence posts. And you know, yeah, I just yeah. I was like that. I I could do that. I could be a fence post. And I sat out there holding holding the barbed wire up. It was fine until they switched on the electric fence. Oh uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah, I was I was all up for being one of them well, fence that posts for a while. Yeah, wow, I was influenced by what I saw around me, and I think that's why we have to be very careful about what the children see. You old boys, just a couple of dipshits. What? Just because you're thick as pea shit does not mean that people these days are the same. People are educated thanks to that internet. They have access to more information than they've ever had before. And they have ways of fact-checking as well. Just because you two were so easily swayed does not mean that everyone is just like you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, just like... Yeah, you know, yes. Yeah, I, th- I think it's proper disgusting, you know. You know yeah, like, like, yeah. Like, like, in a fantasy setting, yeah. Yeah. Fantasy setting, yeah. right? I've, I've always, you know, enjoy- you know me, I like, you like, like, sword, of- like sword, like you shield. Like, like a bit of fantasy, like, like love, castle, maybe. Love, 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 Mott and Bailey, love a Mott and Bailey oh, castle, that's, that's oh. a good castle, that cracking castle, that. And then I come along and, and they're putting, like, Disabled people in there, women oh, in a castle. Women in a castle. I mean, uh, it's just politics, isn't it? Just politics. Can't, can't put disabled people in a castle. They got stairs. What are they gonna do? It's what stairs. Are they gonna, what are they gonna do? How are they gonna get across the moat? How are they gonna get across the moat? How are they gonna? I mean, exactly. It wouldn't matter. It's just that's politics, just, isn't that's it? That's just politics. It's in politics. Put isn't politics it? in, and and on. You know, I, I. Frankly, I think you know they they just need to, to stop all that nonsense. Yeah, all that politics. All, all that all that politics. All nonsense. other politics should they they stop? Well, the other day, right? Yeah, I heard someone yeah. was um, putting pineapple on a pizza. Oh, that's that's that's, that's politics. That's politics. politics that. That's politics. I, right, I, yeah. I can't. You know, that's uh, why why they. Oh, I mean, I disagree with that. My therefore, pizza. it's politics. Exactly. They're putting politics on my pizza, and I uh, just you know just stick yeah. to making pizzas. I say, 
Father exactly. Jonathan, stick to making pizzas. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and then... then well, some... I mean... I mean, I, I, uh, I, I, I went, I went and uh, got on the bus the other day. Yeah, yeah. They expected me to pay for it. Paying for pay it. you get on the bus. That's politics. Yeah. That's politics, right? They call it public transport. You yeah, it's poli- get, that's, you poli- poli- that's politics. That's, that's right politics. Load of politics right, that is yeah. proper right old load of bloody politics. That is. You know what? You know what? I was, I was in. Uh, calling the office by my boss. Yeah, yeah. Right, the other day, yeah, and she went. You, we've had some complaints about uh, your bod personal odour. Oh. Right? Oh, politics. Uh, and oh. Po- absolute politics, right? Total load of politics, yeah? And she said that, like, I will not be allowed back in the office next week unless, you know, I, you know, shower. Well, I mean, I mean, look, if you want the height of politics... I right. went into work the other day. Right. Yeah. Took a shit on the floor. Right. They told me I couldn't do that. They told oh, me I was what? in trouble for taking no, a shit on the floor. That's a load of politics. <laughs> Bloody politics. politics. Yeah. Well, you can't just shit on the floor. Apparently not. You can't just sit on the floor. It's Bloody politics these days. Dump my girlfriend because of politics, right? Yeah. She's like, what is that smell? I was like, I don't know what you mean. She's like, it smells like shit. And I was like, well, it's probably, you know, the shit between my cheeks because I won't touch my own bumhole. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's gay. Politi- that's, that's, politics. Politics. that's politics. That's gay. You can gaze politics. I don't know about gay. You know, I don't know nothing about gays. Maybe it's gay politics, is, though. Well, I mean, when they put me in a video game or a, a yeah, TV or a, thing or, or a pride march, then that's a politics. And but... when I got one of my arse, that's politics. Well, exactly. It's politics. That's my... That's that, you know, that's it's my ass. It's my ass, right? Don't ju- my, it's my ass just my a normal ass. It's just normal ass. It yeah. doesn't need to be politicised. Don't need to politicise my arsehole. <laughs> or my bum crack. <laughs> if there's shit in there, there's shit in there. That's that's, that's just bloody bloody politics. Bloody politics just bloody happens, isn't it? Anyway, I've got to uh, got to pop to the doctor. Apparently, I've got nappy rash. Oh no. Bloody politics. Bloody politics. Load of bloody politics. I want to put some cream on it. Bloody politics. Do you know what I want to see more of? What do you want to see more of? Brochure Justice Warriors. Brochure Justice Warriors. Yeah. All right, Larry. All right, Larry. How are you doing? But gassy, mate. You, yeah. uh, you've been out so much. Oh, I've been. Uh, oh, I subjected myself to reading uh, something from the, something to do with the BBC today. Oh, yeah, I've been uh, been avoiding them for about the last seven months. I'll I mean, be honest. So have I. But uh, additionally, for about the past seven months, I've been keeping an eye on whether or not they'll actually respond to people complaining about their uh, anti-trans bullshit. I thought they already had responded, and they were like, "Nah." Well, people kept escalating and going, "No, nah, that's not good enough." Oh, and, right. Uh, okay, yeah, it's yeah. finally made it up to the top bit of the BBC and this is the last time they'll respond and uh, we'll we'll get to what happens after that in a second but uh, yeah yeah, so we we, everyone's complaints got raised up at the top of the BBC and uh, their uh, ECU their uh, editorial complaints unit conceded some ground but also kind of continued to fuck up Right. Um, yeah, so yeah. here's what they acknowledge. They acknowledge that, like, uh, that article last year that was called something like uh, Trans Women Are Pressuring Us Into Sex. 
Uh, they acknowledged that the headline was misleading, that the article wasn't really about trans women pressuring cis women into sex, that most of the examples in there weren't actually about trans women pressuring anyone into anything. Uh, most of it was just like, I don't want to sleep with trans women, but people see trans women as women and I feel kind of awkward about that. Right, yeah, that, yeah. that That has challenged my views and I don't like that. That's trans women's fault. Uh, there's a lot of acknowledging that like the survey they used was not a thing they should have used. Right, yeah, uh, yeah. Acknowledging that they probably should have said that the anti-trans hate groups in there were anti-trans hate groups. Yeah, you know, yeah. acknowledging that they are, which is, you know, that's a little bit of progress. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, there is some acknowledgement of some wrongdoing. But they're not actually going to fucking do anything about any of it. No. Uh, they they changed the article headline, but if you Google it or p post the link on social media, it still has the old headline. Yeah, I mean, they kind of need to repost the whole thing so they wouldn't do yeah. that. Yeah, and they've not, like, you know, put in any acknowledgements of any of this wrongdoing. So you can go read the article today and it doesn't, you know, acknowledge that the anti-trans hate groups in there are anti-trans hate groups. It doesn't insert the uh, the needed context that they acknowledge needs to be in there yeah. you know things like this but then it also goes further and it bloody doubles down on uh, some of the like it gets worse in some of the anti-trans bullshit uh they double down on the fact that they don't think that calling trans women um biological, uh, biological males. Ma males or uh, describing them physically as male is misgendering and they think it's okay for that to be in there because the article's author never said it. They just quoted other people doing the bigotry, so right, it's okay. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they also don't believe that, like, uh, you know, you know how the BBC, in theory, wouldn't run homophobia, like, homophobic groups saying homophobic shit because they're like, due impartiality, we don't have to yeah. give them a voice. Yeah, in theory, they're not supposed to give them a voice. They said, their response for trans people was, well, there's no consensus on what's transphobic, so how can we, you know, not platform transphobes if we don't know what's transphobia? Yeah. Which is like, well, no, there is a consensus to what's transphobic. Transphobes just don't want to acknowledge that. It's well, generally the transphobes saying, no, that's not transphobic. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh... So, like, it's a bit of an uphill battle still, but there's a bit of grounds being conceded. It's, it's a bit of a relief scene some acknowledgement of, of of wrongdoing after this bloody long but yeah, uh, yeah. there's a lot of people who ain't happy with it and they're uh, gonna gonna raise that complaint up to ofcom which is the next stage up that can uh step in and and uh you know if you're not happy with what with that last line from the bbc you can go no i think that the bbc should actually have to fucking act on the things they acknowledge they fucked up on uh, isn't Ofcom currently being uh like isn't their director the former daily mail I mean um, that that is that is a thing that is unfortunately a thing, but yeah. also you know you, you never know until you try, and you got oh, yeah, you got to yeah. keep trying to push on this stuff. And you know, there's a few little concessions like getting uh, getting the B this has forced the BBC to acknowledge that Get the L Out and LGB Alliance are anti-trans hate groups with prejudicial, biased views against trans people. Like the pushing has at least forced the BBC to acknowledge that which is like you know there's some victories that's somebody did there's some there's little victories being made you know and I it's mean worth... somebody outside of the people well, being exactly. directly affected you know. yeah, it's, it's, it's worth still pushing but it's you know it's a small victory but the fucking battle over this ain't over no sadly not and you know the, the, for, for all the talk uh, you know that uh, the, paper, the average 
person on the street doesn't have these views. Yeah. The, the, pro- the problem right now is, is mostly that we've got people like Boris Johnson um, yeah. recycling some of these lines. Recently uh, said that Keir Starmer doesn't know what a woman is and... Yeah. Uh, we we know exactly what that means, even yeah. though maybe other others don't. Look, but uh, yeah, look, concerning. Yeah, we need to just keep pushing to get the national broadcaster on the right page, and oh, yeah. you know, need to keep pushing for at the very least like a prominent apology for like the fuck ups and an actual like fixing what's there to try and mitigate the damage, and we'll yeah. keep pushing till we see it. We need to stop the all new section twenty eight before it starts. Yeah, uh, hug mate. Oh yeah. <sighs> Ah, good old oh, good, good, old, good old. I'll uh, can put the kettle on. Oh, sounds lovely. Nice. So, Laura. <gasps> yes. Book, book, What's that about? What? What are you on about? What's happening? We are editing the like third pass on a book now. Yeah. We've had the development edit back. We're doing another another go at it. Yeah. Stab, stab, stab. There's not much. We got many praise for this. Yeah, yeah. We got like halfway through the book before there was any points. It was great. Yeah, but still an awful lot of praise. Indeed, uh, a lot, a lot less, a lot less daunting this list of things than the last one. Yeah, especially when you if you, if you take out all of the head pats. Yeah, <laughs> there's way less to do. Exactly. So. I am. Um, yeah, we're gonna be digging into that this weekend and yep. this long weekend while we <laughs> hide from the jubilee outside. Ah! Uh, yeah. So um. So yeah, that, this good book. It's about the horrors of the video game industry uh, and what it's like to go from being slightly naive about all of that stuff to being right there in the middle of it and going oh no video games not so wonderful perhaps yeah uh, but it's definitely a satire not based on anything in reality definitely honest. definitely definitely <laughs> uh, so you can pick up our book about supremacy software which you've already heard a skit about in this episode yeah. uh, it's unfound.com slash books slash whale yeah it's called who wants the whale let's check it out yeah uh, what about um, me? I, I I need a story about what that I could have used as a child. Oh, being a trans person. Oh, I see. With, with the the monster of dysphoria. Ah, that might me. have given you some words and language for what yeah. you were experiencing. Do you, do you know such a book? Well, I mean, oh, we're about two and a half months away from the release of Me and My Dysphoria Monster. It's <gasps> releasing on August eighteenth, twenty twenty two. Uh, beyond that, just search for Laura K. Buzz everywhere. You'll find all the things. Um. Recently, uh, it's either releasing now or releasing around now a book by Joe Wells called Wired Differently. Um, it's called Wired Differently: Thirty Neurodivergent People You Should Know. It's a book that there's a little interview with me in there about about turning having an obsessive uh, obsessive autistic interest in a thing into a career, and it's real. Uh, I very much enjoy that. Enjoyed doing that interview, and I'm in there with some lovely people. It's 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 a wild thing to be like, oh yeah, 30 neurodivergent people you should know. Here's Hannah Gadsby and uh, Greta Thunberg on the cover, and I'm in there as That's one you. of their 30 wow, people. Wow, you're, you're, you're I'm now a degree of separation from Hannah Gadsby. I, I guess so. Okay. It's, it, oh, so that's that. I was kind of excited about that. Yeah. So, like, that's out. But just search for Laura K. Buzz, you'll find all the things I do. Uh, what about you? What else do you what do? What about me? I can be found at streamerlinks.com slash janiac because I couldn't manage unified branding. 
Uh, yeah, I, you, I, I make music under the name Bedroom Programmer. I stream every Thursday night. Uh, at the moment, we are playing an awful lot of Planet Crafter because that's just been fun to really dig into and and have a series running. Yeah. Um, what else? I uh, we we do this. This is a podcast that you can listen to in all sorts of places. It's on your YouTube. It's on my SoundCloud. Yeah. It's on Apple Podcasts. It's on Spotify. Uh, yeah, that's, I think that's pretty much all of my... Oh, also, Redbubble. Uh, you can get t-shirts that I have designed. They are good. Uh, yeah, that's everything. So, Laura, will you sing us out, please, darling? Until next time, be a stranger. Be a stranger.